Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm trying to zoom in on the photos. And welcome back to centralcoastradio.com. Well, now we're going to take a look at a brand new Australian horror film that is out in cinemas this week. It is called Talk to Me, and it comes from directors Danny Philippou and Michael Philippou, of course, who before this had a cult following online um, as young filmmakers, and this has become their first feature film. And it's a pretty interesting film. It kind of revolves around two characters, Mia, played by Sophie Wilde, and Jade, played by Alexandra Jensen. Now, they're best friends, but the one thing that's almost torn them apart over the years is that they both like the same guy, Daniel, played by Otis Danji. Now, things take a little bit of a weird turn when two of their friends come across a hand or the mold of a hand that has the ability to make the person holding the hand see dead people and invoke dead people. Now, it becomes a little bit of a party trick for this duo to do at parties, but takes a bit of a weird turn when Mia holds the hand and sees her mother who died in suspicious circumstances years earlier. It kind of wakes up things for Mia and makes her start to think about what really happened to her mother. But tragic consequences are going to follow if they keep on playing with this hand. And of course, being young people, they do. Now, Kyle, what did you think of Talk to Me as a film? Uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting one. I, I didn't know going into it that it was an Aussie film. Uh, but after watching it, it was I, I'm, I was kind of impressed. Like, yeah, it... it it has kind of an Aussie flavor to it, but it really does seem like a kind of a larger budgeted kind of American production. Um, yeah. Well, it's got A24 attached to it as well, of course, yeah, the big American yeah. company. So, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it, it actually, it was a pretty, like, well put together, well made film. Like, it didn't, I, I don't think it really had any, um, any moments where it felt like it was being held back by a lower budget or anything like that. I, I think it really does. Uh, it fits very well with those kind of um, kind of movies about like curses or whatever that you kind of have to pass on to people. There's kind of there's almost like a subgenre of uh, supernatural horror films like that. Movies like It Follows and and that kind of that those kind of movies. It, it I think it's going to play really well to that kind of audience. Like those kind of those kind of movies do do really well. Um, I also was really impressed by. Oh, I I really did like the way that the, um, the curse or the the possession or whatever it is that the kind of the party, um, kind of party element of it and what they're doing. There were a lot of comparisons that could be drawn there to, like basically doing party drugs, yeah, and becoming kind of um. Uh, addicted or obsessed with 
with doing this particular like dangerous kind of party drug but or, or even like something like the knockout game or basically just like dangerous party behavior which um could have uh like negative uh like really serious repercussions in the long run that people just aren't aren't uh focusing on um i i kind of i thought it was kind of refreshing as well that even though it is something that's supernatural the whole um they're basically summoning ghosts throughout it but there's not a big focus in the movie of people like not believing in it like pretty much early on once it's established that that's what's happening they're kind of just like yep that's what's happening they don't um they don't go on like trying to like denying that it's real or anything like that and yeah it reminded um, me of a film from 2002 with that called long time dead i don't know if you've ever seen hmm. that but that did a similar thing that was about a a group of college kids that start messing around with a ouija board and yeah. like bring in all these spirits and the same thing happens in that movie none of them go oh no this hasn't happened it's more it becomes a blame game of you're the one that brought the ouija board yeah. now look what's happened like yeah, yeah. Which like this kind of kind of turns into something kind of similar to that as well, like where it's um it's really uh like the characters kind of they kind of start getting in in deep and then they start kind of blaming each other for the repercussions of of what's happened like it, like of course of course something bad is gonna happen you're summoning demons or summoning yeah. ghosts and yeah so um yeah, I, I thought that was uh that was interesting. Um I, I did really feel bad for the uh the, the character of Mia. Um yeah, it, I, like it it really did just seem to rain crap on her the entire time, <laughs> like throughout the entire movie. And like it's not one of those like I like ironic punishment kind of movies where a character like does something or is is um in some way like brings about their own their own problems you know yeah. it kind of was like i really did just feel bad for her, just how bad and how depressing <laughs> it, it, was, it, it eventually got yeah i'm glad you said that because one of the things that i found when i was watching this movie was i was wishing that all of the stuff that happened to mia was happening to jade just because she was mm. like this kind of sullen angry teenager that didn't seem yeah. to have a lot of reasons to be like that so yeah whereas like and that's the thing like i think it kind of maybe uh that reflects more like the the parallels that it that it draws to uh like drugs and like party drugs and turning to drugs uh when you're having like kind of a bad you've had like a bad life you turn to drugs and it's just going to make things worse you yeah. know like I, I i think that's kind of what they were what they were going for um something that i i thought was a bit and I, I don't know whether this is by design or on purpose or whatever, but a lot of the, like, I, I'd say, it, I kind of expected it to be more like a scary type of movie because a lot of these movies, of course, are. But um, I'd, I'd say maybe about like 70% of the time, the kind of horror element of this movie, I think, was more, um, it kind of more derived laughter from the audience. Um like the audience seemed to be more chuckling and laughing at the stuff that was happening because it's just, I think a lot more of it was played for, for comedy than actual yeah. scares. Kind of like bodies, uh, bodies, bodies last year. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was more like a full on flat out 
comedy you know like this one it kind of feels more like a like a horror film until you're watching it and then it's like people are laughing out loud at this like especially <laughs> thing with the feet you know like that, like oh, that yeah, whole part. Yeah. yeah exactly it's like people were just people were guffawing in the audience about that and then later when the characters talk about it everyone starts laughing again it's like do, wait do this, you think this... people were laughing because they thought it was funny or do you think they were laughing because they felt uncomfortable like it's it's not that's what i'm not sure yeah because yeah, it's not something i've ever seen in a film before like it was uniquely original um unless it's a tarantino movie yeah but i was kind of wondering whether or not like people were more uncomfortable or like yeah because yeah. it was such a weird no i i agree yeah. like no yeah yeah it was like such a weird thing like wait am, am i supposed to be laughing at this or what so <laughs> i i mean at the same time it was kind of it was enjoyable still like yeah. um people people were still really enjoying it so like i still i i really did like the movie it it like I say, it's it slots into that kind of, um, it 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 has a lot of com- uh, uh, company in the type of horror movie that it is. So it's a kind of movie that I could see them doing, like uh, Talk to Me Seven in a yeah, few yeah. years. You know, like yeah. I can see them just doing sequel after sequel if if this one takes off. So yeah, yeah I I quite enjoyed it. What do you think of it, dude? Yeah, I found this to be interesting. I think this film did two things that Australian cinema does very well. First of all, movies revolving around young people. We do them so well. In fact, I was just reading an article the other day where they were talking about how in America they make um, teen dramas like for television and it's stuff like Dawson's Creek and um, One Tree Hill that are believable, but the way the kids talk, they speak like adults. Whereas Mm. Australia did shows like Heartbreak High where the kids were all natural. And they dealt with very real topics and the kids spoke the way that kids speak. I found that with this movie as well, that these kids were talking the same way as the teenagers do that I see hanging around railway stations and stuff like that. Like there was a a real natural feel to it. It Mm. dealt with topics that young people do go through um, like that when you're kind of the younger kid around older kids and you want to fit in and you want to go to a party, but it's not quite your scene yet. Um, things like that. All of the stuff that you said that Mia has been going through that was dealt with really, really well. I thought it was really interesting. The relationship too, that they had between Jade and her mother, who's played by Miranda Otto. It's kind of mm. a, a weird relationship in that um, they just talk back at each other all the time. And it's not just, a rude daughter it's like a mom that gives as good as what she gets kind of thing from her daughter it's like kind and of that felt very real yeah it yeah. did yeah um yeah. even like the villains in this piece i guess you could call them villains in a sense um hayley played by uh, zoe tarakis and joss played by chris alozo they felt like people that you would have known when you were at high school um mm-hmm. who were just like hey, look, we've got this hand and it summons ghosts. Isn't it cool? Let's shoot a YouTube video. Like it yeah. It really did feel really, really natural. The other thing I think this movie did that we do very well in Australia is it was a nasty horror film. Um, mm. I think a lot of the times, if you go back and watch what America was doing 10, 20 years ago, like the slasher films were shocking people. But Australia at that time were making horror movies that went far beyond that like we look at stuff like 
cuts and you think, okay, that's just a slasher. Then look at stuff like the Babadook where it's like, we're basically going to torture a kid for two hours. Like it, we make, <laughs> we make particularly nasty horror films in Australia. And this film does that, that the opening sequence where you see the first victim of the hand in this film. Um, yeah. I, 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 it took me by surprise. I think because I kind of, when I realized it was Australian at the start, I was thinking this is going to be the Australian version of bodies, bodies, bodies. And when that mm. really vicious kind of first death happened on screen, I was like, Oh no, this is going back to the good old days of Aussie horror. <laughs> um, and it yeah. was like that all the way through this movie. There are people in this film that end up being victims in some pretty horrific ways that Hollywood films would kind of spare. Um, I don't know whether that was the A24 effect on this film. Like if you think of films like Midsummer, um, A24 do have that little bit of a notion of making nasty horror films. But yeah, I just found that that was what really made this movie work. But the third thing I think that made it work too was the acting performances. So often in these kinds of movies, you'll just chuck some pretty people in there and go, oh, well, they, they can't act, but we'll see how they go kind of thing. These actors were brilliant in this film. Like like you said before, the stuff that Mia has to go through, it's like the girl, she's like the actress, Sophie Wilde, is playing a girl who's being tortured mentally before this hand even comes into the picture. Um, and I, I think that is something that really, really works with this film, that natural feel the music that the teenagers are listening to or the music that you, that you hear on Triple J and stuff like that. So I think all of that comes together to make a particularly nasty, natural horror film that, for me, really, really worked. Um, mm. So I, I guess to wrap it up, what are you going to give this one out of five, mate? Uh, I'm going to give us three and a half out of five. Like I said, it, it definitely had a lot to it that um, other similar horror movies such as this uh just don't like movies like boogeyman and, and and stuff like that like as you say it it definitely had an edge to it that i think is lacking in a lot of horror films nowadays and yeah that was that was it was quite quite refreshing to see that um yeah so three and a half for me yeah i i think i liked it that little bit more than you i'm going to give this one four out of five i really did think that um we've discovered perhaps the new James Wan, Lee Winnell, mm. um, with uh, Danny and Michael Phillip, who would be really interested to see where they go from here. And also the young cast. I really would love to see where they go um, acting-wise as well because they did a brilliant job on this film. So uh, Talk To Me is a general release, so it should be showing near you somewhere. So check out your local cinema guide. You are listening to centralcoastradio.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.